Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rewind and Replay. I'm Matan. I'm Adriana. And I'm Caitlin. And today we are talking about social deduction, deception, oh, I already fucked it up. Social deception games. There you are also a little bit of social deduction. Thank you. I don't, Thank I don't you, think Adriana. Yeah, I don't think it's an unfair categorization, but that's also not what they're called. Probably not the common one, yes. Yeah. Um, these have been really hot lately. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, are we surprised with quarantine and COVID, you know? Mm, right. Uh, it's an easy game. They're usually cheap if you have to pay it all for them. Yeah. Um, you play with your friends or strangers if you're bored. Uh, like, Omegle was so popular, so. <laughs> oh, me- Omegle as a social deception game. I'd, l- I'd read that paper. I'd read that. That sounds interesting. <laughs> so, back to the time I catfished a guy on Omegle. Did like, you really? Oh. Yeah, I was talking to this guy and he was like, what was it like ASL, like age yeah. sexation? I was like yeah. 19 female New York. Wow. <laughs> had this whole conversation. I don't know if he was also like catfishing me or what, but I was like, oh, I live and I like looked up like a place in New York, like a neighborhood. I was like, yeah, I live here. Like, this is my name. Like, I'm, I look like this. And he was like, yeah, let's go on a date. Like, I'll meet you here tomorrow at this time because he like happened to also live uh, like in that location right yeah that's <laughs> some social fucking deception you guys for are, sure. there are two imposters <laughs> right i'm like what if he also was like catfishing me what if he wasn't yeah what, what if, if he, he wasn't, wasn't? If he showed up at that location he was like oh where is she <laughs> meanwhile it was just like some 12 year old kid <laughs> oh my god that's a, yeah wow but uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about some actual games yes. where you appropriately deceive <laughs> other people and deduce who who done it or who's doing it or mm-hmm. some sort of mechanic. Don't catfish people on Omegle. So, yeah. Please don't. There's a lot of things you shouldn't do on Omegle. Probably just stay away from Yeah, Omegle. just don't go on Omegle. It's, it's not like a thing anymore, is it? Like, it's unless you're like an, It is. It's had like a resurgence from TikTok. Okay. okay well i wasn't sure i've seen a few for some people i follow but they're like older so i'm like oh like is this them just like maybe it is like an older tiktok thing but like i see a lot of people on it it's like a trend Um, to like go on well no because i know like the the hype house would do it and then people with them and like be like who are you and then yeah that shit was so funny (laughs) yeah um but the first game we're going to talk about is a fairly popular one town of salem yeah um, I mean this was I think mm, I want to say my first social deception game but like not really if you think of like things that you played in like middle school right like mafia or something but this felt like the first proper social deception game I don't know like it felt I hear you yeah different vibes because there were so many different roles um it was complicated there was like there was yeah there's you can play it in the browser you could buy it there's a card game of it like yeah, it, it was very complicated. The metagame was like pretty insane. I never played this. Ooh. I know. I always, I love these type of games and I always really yeah. wanted to. Well, I didn't really know about it until like college, I think. Social, oh. de- social deception games or Town of Salem? No, 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 no Town, Town of Salem. Salem. I played plenty of these. Okay. Oh, of course, of course. You were scamming men on the internet. I mean, <laughs> we've established this. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, Town of Salem, I think. Yeah, I didn't like learn about it till college and then I just like never got a group to play it because I always mm-hmm. had like uh the werewolf game, which I'm blanking on, one night werewolf, 
or like um yeah. something else playing yeah. that instead so i don't know i just never ended up playing this yeah okay it was big like early high school for me um and i i mean I don't know. It was it never like caught my eye, but in general, I'm not a big social deception fan. Anyways, I think it was too complicated for me in the way that like Among Us kind of is. Like I I don't understand like the technical jargon for Among Us, but it feels easier to play. Yeah, you know, like I I, you don't have to know everything. It it yeah, I hear you. Sort of learning the learning the jargon for each game is kind of important, and it has a learning curve especially with games like Among Us and Tower of Salem where there's a lot in it. Like, I feel like I, we're going to get to this in a sec. Avalon is the one that I've played the most of and I love. I and own I, it. <laughs> and I feel like it's a little bit more, like, I feel like it's a, there's a, a little bit less jargony and a little bit more, like, like heady, metagamey kind of. But, mm. um, I mean, I want to talk a little bit more about Among Us because I, it's so it's so big it's so big and it's it's on the downturn for sure still huge yeah i haven't played it in like a couple months and i want to play it more yeah i I feel like no one plays it as much anymore like there was for a time there it was like every day we were playing until like 2 a.m and then all of a sudden it just stopped yeah um i think yeah you're right and i i think they they're about to add a new map, I think in February. I could be wrong. Um, and it has all sorts of new stuff. And maybe that'll do something for it. Probably. I think they missed I think they missed the boat a little bit. I know it's hard to make new content, but just like if they had done it sort of after it had been hot for a little while, like before it started the downturn, I think it could have extended its life pretty easily. Right, yeah. Um I also think like what I've seen of Among Us lately has been like modded content, which has been interesting. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's unique. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't think of any other social deception game where they have modded content. Right. (laughs) Like, I mean, I guess you could like change the rules a little bit for like Mafia or something, but not quite the same. Yeah. So they made a prop hunt mode, which Mm. is cool. I like, I I love prop hunt. I I think it should be a bigger thing. Um, but the other one that is a very popular is um, uh, uh, proximity chat. So you can talk to people when you're near them in the game. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And, and it's like loudness is also based on how close you are. Yeah. Yo. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, but, it's all the games. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. I'm, I'm a fan. Um, I'll probably hop back in when, uh, I'll probably hop back in when the new maps uh, added and see how it is. Let's do it. Let's play. I want to play again. Come play with us. We all stream on Twitch. Visit our uh, yeah. Rewind and Replay Discord and just hop on when we're on. Yes, yeah. we'll play. We'll play with you. I'm sure we will. Um, then now we're getting into one of my favorites. Yes, next up on the list, The Resistance, Avalon. Um, so The Resistance is like a larger series of social deception games. Avalon is like the flavor, you know, reskin um, with Arthurian lore. Matan, you should talk more because I only know the basics <laughs> of the game. I own it. I've read the back. It's still in its fucking wrap. <laughs> I've read the back. I'm actually not familiar with this one. Okay. supposed to be really good so isn't so the resistance is a series but isn't the resistance itself a it's like a sci-fi one as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
So, so they've got a bunch of different like reskins, basically. Right. So Avalon is a pretty straightforward. Well, here's how it works. You yeah. Know, there's the good guys and the bad guys. Um, and the, the bad guys are called the minions of Mordred. And basically, as you play, you this is how the resistance works as well. There's a token that sort of goes around in a circle, and uh, the people who are assembling teams. And there are five missions that you have to complete. So if you're on a mission, you're handed a card that says success and a card that says fail. And if you're good, you have to put success in. And if you're bad, you can put either one. Like you can put a fail in to fail the mission and help you win, or you can put a success in to sort of go under the radar um, and uh, gain their trust. So you go through these different missions with different amounts of people and you sort of slowly try to figure out, oh, somebody failed it in this mission, but there were only three people. So one of you has to be evil and there's only one other person and the rest of it. And it gets very heady. Lots of trust is broken. Friendships are ended. Um, I also like, there are a lot of, there are a couple different special evil cards. So you can, more than you can have in a single game. So you can change up how it's played a lot. Like, and there's some different good cards too. Like there's one good guy you can put in who knows who all the bad guys are. But then there's one bad guy who is hidden from that person. Mm. Or and then there's like a person who knows who the good guy, who knows who all the bad guys are. And it, it's, I don't know. It, you, yeah. it, it, it can be as complicated as you want it to be. That also, that does sound very Town of Salem-y to me yes. too. Yeah. Def it With all those is. roles, like they yes. know this about that person about that yeah it is that it, ex it yeah. is similar no this sounds really fun i want to play this we, now we should and i own it <laughs> i own it too it's the one that i we played all the time in high school mm -hmm. friends and i really got into this game I, i'm a big fan we, we know all the meta games yeah we definitely need to play it once it sounds once good to me together. yeah oh you know what i was looking it up i think there's a um free online version that's probably not is as there, like cool yeah really? oh. yeah yeah link that that's awesome that yeah, would be great i would love to have mm -hmm. that um yeah i the, the bad guys if they are able to guess who the guy who knows who they all are is at the end they win so oh. that guy so they have to like help the good people but not too obviously and i remember this one guy i was playing with some friends this guy was drunk and it was only like his second game and so he texts his best friend, who he knows is evil. I'm Merlin. The guy's called Merlin. I'm Merlin. Sunglasses emoji. <laughs> no. And then they played out the rest of the game. And the guy's like, it's Nico. <laughs> oh. Automatic victory. Yep. Oh, man. I'm Merlin has become, I'm Merlin. Sunglasses emoji has become a meme. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, I, that's my of this list, I think that's my favorite. If we have time, there's one more. I'll give a little little honorable mention, but um, yeah. I mean, one thing that I really like is that some of these are like you know proper games like Among Us, like the video games, or you know you have verbal games like Mafia. You don't really need like cards or shit. Mm -hmm. um, and like proper tabletop like Avalon. Um, yeah. And another one that I think is cool that I haven't played actually in like a really long time: um, Secret Hitler. Yeah. It's a fun time. Oh, yeah. A classic. Yeah. I, um, since it's been a while since I played, right, I went to just like 
their home website page <laughs> and I don't think I've ever like read the description of the game before yeah. but it says if the liberals can learn to trust each other they have enough votes to control the elections and save the day but the fascists will say whatever it takes to get elected advance their agenda and win the game mm. and man the uh if the liberals can learn to trust each other wolf that 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 hit hard oh, it's got some bite yeah yeah it does that have some is. bite that's funny timely as always Time. So I, I also have never actually played this game. I have watched plenty of playthroughs of this. It's the same problem. My, I, my friends in high school were not big gamers or tabletop game players. I was the one who brought all the tabletop games and pushed us to play. Um, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I only owned a few of them. I didn't. I couldn't buy every game I wanted to play. And right. yeah, so I this was one that I just never got around to buying. And it's really cool. I've watched Smosh play it like a ton. So I know how it works. And like, I love watching. I was going to say, Caitlin, didn't, didn't Bo in our gaming yeah. class? Yeah, like they played it. But I, so I've seen it played like a ton of times. Yeah. I should have played it that one time we had the chance in front of the entire class. Yeah. Mm. I think you told me to. And I was like, nah. Nurse. First quarter freshman year of college, yeah. like entire lecture hall. Mm. Oh, anxiety. Yeah. I um I have played a bit of Secret Hitler. This seems like one that really really made uh social deception games popular as board games. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would agree. And I also I mean, I don't think it's particularly unique. I don't know, like the mechanics for a lot of these games are really similar, um, but I mm -hmm. honestly think it's a lot of like the flavor, like the way you, mm -hmm. you put the game really matters. Um, and Absolutely. so like Secret Hitler, I don't think that's ever gonna go fucking out of fashion uh, at all fascists everywhere. Mm -hmm. so um, let's go over the like, basics of how to play in case uh, someone doesn't know how to play mm -hmm. so it's been a while since i've watched this so correct me if i'm wrong but you have so you have the two sides there's the liberals and there's the fascists and then mm -hmm. there's one person who is hitler mm -hmm. and the fascists know who hitler is but hitler doesn't know who the fascists are is that right i think that's right think yeah. So. yeah and, and the liberals don't know anything liberals don't know anything and then there is the is it the libs right um or like there's a chancellor and the president or there's like two rules or something yes mm. yeah there's a chancellor and maybe there's definitely a president yeah and then they get to choose like who to elect or, uh -huh. elect the president, or something like that and then or, mm -hmm. if you end up electing hitler the game is over right one of yeah. them i think the the whoever decides who the president is chancellor i think, I think the chancellor the chancellor is the one you vote in Okay, so I think whichever the other one is, like, rotates. Yes, the other the one other rotates. One, and, the, and then the that person gets to choose who the, who the mm -hmm. president is. And yeah. And then there's, like, cards, and you have, like, liberal, um, like, what's it called? Just, like... Policies. Policies, thank you. Yeah. And fascist policies. And sometimes you could end up with, like, all fascist policies or all liberal policies or mix, and you, like, have to pick which one to play. And then it's kind of similar to what you were saying with, like, mm -hmm. the Avalon game. It's, like, you could play a liberal policy if you're a fascist, so you look less suspicious, or you yeah. can play a fascist one to try to, like, throw them off. Yeah, one of the aspects of this game that I thought was interesting was that the deck, like, in Avalon, 
you people look at the cards, you are handed one pass and one fail card. But in Secret Hitler, you can draw all fascist policies. Yeah, you could be a liberal having to play fascist. And then people will say, oh, somebody got, it was fascist, you're a fascist. And then you have to be like, no, it was the only thing I had. And, and then yeah. it's, you know, just your word. Yeah. And one thing I also really like about this game, and uh, like with Avalon, kind of like all of them, there are multiple ways to win, like to mm -hmm. get to your end goal, right? So either like you can enact a bunch of liberal policies or a bunch of fascist policies and you win, mm -hmm. or, you know, the whole Hitler mechanic. So like there are multiple things going on that you have to think about. And I think that's that's what makes a social deception game really good. Because if it was just like, what's that, the Jackbox spaceship one thing? Oh, um, yeah alien thing uh, where you're just like trying to figure out who it is and like that's the only go just shit hits the fucking yeah. fan um like immediately <laughs> so like i it, when you have other things to worry about i think it like slows it down just a, like a good amount and you're also like not you know it's not monopoly level fighting most of the time yeah yeah right right and i think it's also a good balance of like giving people something to do because i think some of these like struggle with if you don't have a good role you the game's kind of boring for you yeah yeah um, we're back to that time in among us where i got uh the thing the person the imposter the imposter like five times in a row that's a, that was a glitch it happens sometimes <laughs> and every time you're like oh yeah. they couldn't be imposter again and they always are they always are it's so funny i got it like 10 times in the row once it's so funny damn yeah no i did that at some point i was like i'm the imposter refresh i'm gonna yep, do this yep, yep. absolutely yeah. the fuck not be the imposter i think that same day i wasn't the imposter a single time and i was so upset take it have mine yeah right <laughs> yeah um speaking of other board games that are social deception that i think are really cool this one i guess technically is a card game not a board game um but it's called love letter i don't know if you guys have played it i'm not familiar i've never heard of this me neither it is oh it's so good um it's also that. like gorgeous like the cards the art design is beautiful um so this actually i play this for the first time uh with my ap physics teacher and some other nerd friends yeah, um, yeah. I, I, played avalon. Like, I played avalon with my ib history teacher <laughs> yeah he was the advisor for like the gaming club right um nice. so he had all the, all the games like in the classroom um so sometimes we just like hang around after class and like play a game or two um so Lo love letter was one of them so th the premise of the game is that uh you're in a kingdom and the princess is trying to find her like partner and confidant to help her you know like when she becomes the queen, you need like a good responsible consort at your side. Um, so you're all, you play as, uh, they're like different roles and you get different advantages, um, obviously, but so you're competing to deliver your love letter to the princess to prove your worth. Um, and so like you are both trying to romance the princess and also like stop other people from romancing the princess. So, like there are cards where like you can cock block someone else and like a bunch of other things. Um, but like, like the other ones, right? Various roles that give you different like inside peeks at how the game is working. Right. And then two different like win mechanics. Um, so it's pretty It sounds fun. really cool. That sounds really interesting. Is it, I, yeah, I've never heard of this. So is it, you said, it, does it, can you get it in like a box at a game store? Um, I think technically 
yeah a box okay i think it comes in like a bag so i think some mm. of them come in a bag but it's like cheap i'm pretty cool. sure and i have a bunch of different there's like a wedding edition for the game um the cards are absolutely gorgeous uh it's like set a little bit like i don't want to say victorian because it's not the right like era for it um but it, it's close to that yeah it's i looked gorgeous. at the cards and they look really pretty they're so honestly like that's what drew me to the game i was like yeah what's this it looks this like there's art? a ton of like on. different styles too like there's a marvel one an adventure time one. i like when they do that yeah i like yeah. when they give it a little a little t- uh sponsored skin yeah i do too i mean i think it's fun and then there's like different like there's like a premium edition so you have like extra cards uh-huh. uh, but so like there are things like you know you, like a guard card priest baron the handmaid whatever um that all do different things uh but so like if you're a priest you can you're allowed to see another player's hands is like what that card does um that was like such a big advantage but some of them suck some of them are great uh-huh heart of the cards guide so, uh, to win the heart of <laughs> the heart of the cards. Um, this episode is supported by our patron, Matan Sucks at Injustice 2. If you would like your name to be read on this podcast, you can support us and the content we make at patreon.com slash rewind underscore replay, which is linked in the description below. Thank you, Matan Sucks at Injustice 2. Thank you. Thank you so much for this game. I'll never get old. Never, not once. I fucking um, quit. I fucking quit. <laughs> that's fine. Caitlin and I will we'll just keep doing. Yeah. We'll just keep doing the podcast. It's fine. It'll um, be like our letter W, whichever one came last. Uh, <laughs> Josh just fucking did. He's uh, like, I can't. Oh, I or we dipped. That. Oh, we did. Dip. I saw. Yeah, we I saw dipped. that. But we went to go make our own language. Nice. Um, go watch our YouTube videos. Letter W. Yeah, and Q and X. <sighs> coming soon z why who knows why 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 that's good bro i speaking <laughs> of v in cyberpunk i want to I, I i i'm gonna go back to it in a couple months i want to romance judy so bad and oh, i can't heck yeah and i, I romance and judy you did you went with judy too Ooh, judy is so fine um okay back to the back to this back to this Oh, my cat is here for listeners if you're hearing meows and don't see in the video. Hello, kitty. Um, pets. The next one up is Mafia slash, you know, also known as Werewolf. Yeah, um, I I only know it as Mafia. Yeah, I've never yeah. heard of it referred to as Werewolf. I have, heard, I have heard it referred to as Werewolf, yeah. but I mostly play as Mafia. I think that's like the gimmick for like why one night ultimate werewolf is like called that because yeah. it's like uh-huh. supposed to be like mafia slash werewolf but better right so it like right. took the lesser known name and like yeah uh-huh. <laughs> um mafia is like old you guys like this uh-huh. game has been around forever yeah yeah i remember and like you said it was around since 1986 which is obviously since before we were born but um i remember playing it when i was like eight years old like uh-huh. yeah this was which yeah. by the way yeah, is probably <laughs> too young uh, yeah yeah like i mean it's called mafia i don't that doesn't sound age appropriate <laughs> mafia um, hey uh i don't know there are some i i know some very nice mafiosos yeah okay <laughs> fine i'm just saying <laughs> um i hear you uh 
I feel like this was a big um I feel like this was a big summer camp game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um you're stuck in a bus, let's play mafia road trip real long. Right. Yeah, like every time we go to like a band competition when I was like in high school, yeah. mafia on the bus. Mm-hmm. We would drive down to Southern California to go to Disneyland, eight hour ride, play Lord. mafia most of the way. Um so yeah, I often I often did not play it with a deck of cards, though. Yeah, me either. Oh, that's um, so weird. It seems like that was how it started, though. Yeah, so, yeah. that's the only way I ever played it. No, really? it was all verbal. Um, yeah. Whenever I played. So how all did you, like, here. pick who was what? Theater of the imagination. Um, uh, The narrator would go Would around. tap you. So the narrator would, like, pick who was what? Uh-huh. It's like Duck Duck Goose style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, we would have the narrator. I usually ended up being the narrator because none of my friends wanted to do it. (laughs) (laughs) So I would like pick out, so it was like, I think one mafia card for every like four players or something like that. And then so you do like, usually we'd have like two mafia, a, what did it, it was a king for doctor, queen for detective, and then the rest were like city people. And then I would shuffle them up and then hand them out. And then I would just like, I, oh, so it would go, I'd have mafia go first. So I would see who all the mafia was and I'd have doctor go next. So I would see who the doctor was and then Uh. the detective would go. So then I would know if whoever they picked, I would know like what to show them. And then I would just have like my own, like the rest of the cards next to me and I would just show them what the card was yeah no for us uh I think it was if they tap you like once your mm-hmm. mafia twice is doctor so like tap tap and three times is a sheriff and if you go if you don't get tapped you're just a person right that was mm-hmm. it and also I think that in some of my plays doctor was the angel who would like save save mm-hmm. magically I, I think we also made I think that. so too yeah okay yeah. Um, yeah, it's wild, just though, like, what if the narrator hated you and you were always a town person? I'm sure it happened. I'm sure it happened. Yeah. Or you I were always like, evil. Like, there were people that would play with us in band that I'd for sure make a town's person. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, that's the idea for why you, why you rotate the narrator role. Right. But so, I guess if you were always the same person, yeah, I don't know. Some people just have big townspeople yeah, energy. Yeah, wanted to be the narrator. I swear, like, we would play, like, ten times, and, like, eight out of the ten times I was the narrator. Mm. Mm. Well, I guess that's I mean, their own fault, then. Because, like, the rest of the game is, like, verbal, too, right? Like, you just close your eyes, and, like, you point and stuff while the narrator yeah, does yeah. it. So I, I never understood, like, why it had cards at all. But, yeah, I, Kayla, I mean, yeah, if you're picking the same people, it's their fucking fault for not being narrator yeah volunteer um it's so interesting that this is the original like it's cool to see how social deception games have evolved and spun I mean, out of I'm, this i'm sure there's there has to be something before this um i'm sure in some that's like social deception but this is like i think like the most proper slash popular one that's like old yeah um this this was there are there's a lot of game theory research on this. Um, there are a lot of mathematical models predicting, like depending on what circumstances, what the percent of victory for the mafia is. Mm. Um, it's wild. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, hey, if you know a lot of game theory, tell us in the comments. Yeah, That's I'm a, sure yeah. the the per, the formula changes whether you use cards or not. Mm-hmm. True. Yes, and I wonder, you know, and again, like, 
the mathematical models are very useful, but it also does not can't really account for the social aspect, you know, about like. Oh, but dude, it does. Really? How does it manage to do that? When you have like, enough studies, dude, it's but like like because like, on one it, person's ability to determine if someone's lying or like how well I know you my take friend. the average. Like you, you, know you take the reminds? averages of all occurrences. You know what that reminds yeah, me of? So there, in it's, one of John Green's books, it's like the An Abundance of Catherine's. There's this mathematical <laughs> equation that like can tell who's gonna be like the person who dumps the other person in a relationship. I remember that. Yeah, yeah like, it works. Like yeah. I have done this with my friends. Like put them into this equation, and it is right. Wow. Every single time. Is it really? It is like, and I don't know how. Huh it works and like i i don't know the math to do the equation it, it's beyond me but like there and i don't know if it's still up but there used to be like a tumblr page that had it like so you just of like course. in like the information yeah and, like it would do the math for you every single time it was right that's that's pretty crazy yeah uh, like i know we all like to think that like oh humans are so unique but like we're pretty fucking predictable sure, um, like in a group of like 10 people or you know however many you normally play mafia with like on average, there's going to be this percent of that kind of person, right? Yeah, that, you know, yeah. like there are average skill sets and like things you can assume. Yeah. Um, plus, like they do like proper studies, like they do thousands and thousands of mafia games with different people, right? And like record sure. all that to get their sure, sure, sure equation. Um, people are wild. People are truly. wild, but also kind of boring. Actual psychopath and see what happens. <laughs> the real wrench in the works. Get Dexter to play. Yeah, that's what you need. Um, then we have, a, a, you know, a, a more direct spinoff, One Night Ultimate Werewolf. I think this is, like, the most popular one. I've know? played it, yeah. Like, other than I, Among Us, because that's, like, current right now, but... literally have it right here. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You know what's a good, a good metric for success is if it has a companion app, and One Night Were Ultimate Werewolf has a companion app. That is one of my favorite things about One Night Werewolf versus Mafia is no one has to be the narrator. Like, yes. It does it for you. And you get some creepy, spooky music to go along with it. Mm. I gotta be, I gotta be honest. I don't like that there's only one night. I, yeah, I, I could go either way. Like sometimes it's nice if you just want to like play a quicker game, but also it's yeah. like, i want to get into it more like mafia was fun because you could like go for like an hour like not knowing who was who and right. like this one is just like it's over in like five minutes and that's you're right it's a double-edged sword like it's yeah. nice that you can be so fast and get a lot of games in but i just like i feel like when you're only there's only one night when there's only actually one night of events like mm -hmm. You don't have those plans upon plans. You don't have those yeah. those death style mind games. But if you have enough people, it's it could be a longer night, you know. That's true. Plus, like if you're but, like a townsperson, it sucks being a townsperson. Like you get <sighs> nothing to do, and so having only one night lets you like redraw after like yeah. five, 10 minutes, which is nice. I always appreciate Plus, it. There are, there are more roles in this one than yes, like ways. regular mafia, which, you know, again, like leads to like bigger groups can play. And so like then the one night, you know, I mean, depending. Right. But if it's like, you know, your regular group of friends, there's like six of you. Right. <laughs> it's a lot faster, but. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a good game. It's very popular. Um, 
I would I would play Avalon if I given the choice. If given the choice, but so it goes. Yeah, I mean, I think Avalon, I think most, you know, like board game players, like tabletop players would mm-hmm. also probably say like, oh no, Avalon's the best. Right. But I think for like a general audience, One Night Werewolf. It does true. It's accessible. Yeah, you- so this one was great because like I said, my friends in high school, not huge your, tabletop gamers. Your dumbass, um, non-nerdy friends. Yes, yeah. yeah. Non-nerdy, even though we were in band. They were all mm. like, yeah. They were band kids, but they weren't band kids. Exactly. There were band kids in band, right, but right. I was not in the band kid group. Oh. Watch someone from my high school listen to this podcast. Yeah. Get flamed. <laughs> right. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so yeah. So where <laughs> One Night Ultimate Werewolf was good because it was like a fun game that wasn't too complicated because I definitely had friends in that group that were like, I won't play it if the rule, like, is if there's too many rules or if it like takes too long to Idiots. play because then it's like gets too complicated smooth brain yeah dumb dumbs yeah so one night werewolf was like a good compromise and like right. that's why i played this one like so much and i really liked it because yeah. that's when i could get my friends in high school to play because like they all knew how to play mafia and they all love mafia so once right. we like started playing more stuff one night werewolf was like what they would get into right yeah my... easy transition yeah <laughs> your yeah. friends in high your friends I in high school try out Avalon and like that. Yeah, so we should do it. Um, <laughs> your friends, your friends wouldn't wouldn't play games with more rules than Ultimate Werewolf. My friends were making me play Civ Five, <laughs> just wiping the floor with Nick. Yeah, never. They would look at that game. And never. My yeah. friends did not really like video games at all. Like yes. I would try to get them. To Caitlin play. has a very sad past, <laughs> but now she's here. <laughs> We, we have saved her. I, play, I had never played like online games with friends until college. Until like depressing. wow, last that's year. depressing. Wow. We, my we have saved like you. It. I know. I know. I tried to get them to like games. I would like go over and be like, "Let's play Uncharted together today." And, if like, you'd like to, friend. if you'd like to cooperate in the effort to save Caitlin's yes. soul from utter boredom, yeah, please donate to our Patreon <laughs> and come play games. with Man, we did things like go jet skiing. That's pretty what cool, the fuck though. Can lie. Man, <laughs> that's pretty cool, though. Me, he threw me off the jet ski at like fifty miles an hour. Nice. Dangerous. Dangerous. Bad. I bad. Up and apparently you can like actually die doing that. So don't. My, do that. Uh-huh. Wow. My brother and I. Uh, my brother and I did. We did it with one of our parents each, like holding onto us on the jet skis when we were in on vacation, and uh, we. My mom was so scared. I didn't make her, by the way. She wanted to do this. And then she was on the back and she was like squeezing the life out of me that was going. I had to like go back and let her off because she was having such a bad time. Yeah, no, you'd have to pay me to do anything more than like kayaking. I like kayaking. That's fun. See, we would do like the, the boat thing. Where like you have like the so you have a boat and then you have like the tie and then yeah. like, the, the like little floaty thing on the back and then they like try to like knock you off of it. No. Terrifying. Horrible. Terrifying. But you know what's not horrible? All these games. They're yeah. really I mean, they might be horrible if you're trying to end friendships. Um but yes. why go outside and go camping when you can stay inside and pretend you're right. camping? <laughs> actually speaking of there were there were two other games i just wanted to give a quick mention to um one of them it's on my steam wish list i don't have it yet it's called project winter it looks very cool i think i've heard of it 
Yeah, I may have heard of it. I haven't played it though. I've seen a little bit of it played. I have not played it at all. But there's it's eight players. There is a it is social deception and survival. So I think you're like out in the in the wilderness in the in the winter and you have to, you know, survive. But also yeah. there is a imposter among you. Um, the art style is very cool. It looks. It, it looks fun and interesting. I like the melding of survival and social deception because it feels like that's sort of, it makes sense that they'd go together, you know, like you would deceive, oh, your dog's cute. Aww. Like you would, you know, sabotage survival things rather than necessarily straight up killing people. Mm. Um, and then the other one is a lesser known one called Blood on the Clock Tower. Nope, no idea. Yeah, I... I don't even think that they like sell them regularly. Like they were, they oh. were funded on Patreon. <clears throat> um, and I, had, I have a friend who was close with the people who made the game. And so she has a copy and she's run games for us. Um, and it was really, really fun. There are so many characters. Yeah. Maybe it'll make a comeback like Among Us. Yes, I hope so. Because I think this game is really fun and I hope they mass produce. Um, there are so, so, so many kinds of characters and you can play with all sorts of numbers of characters. They have all sorts of numbers of people. Um, they have built in this class of character called the outsider, which is sort of neither good nor evil, but it's basically built for people who like come to the game late or like know they have to leave early. So it's like built in that they don't have to be there the whole time. That's cool. Um, there's. They have like two other packs. There's something like 70 or 80 something different kinds of characters. Wow. And so it's not like all of them are the hugest players, but like they're different enough that like inform that every game feels fresh. I thought it was balanced really well and I really enjoyed it. Um, it also has a narrator type like Mafia mm. um, who kinds of runs things. But I was I was a really big fan, and I hope eventually I can get my hands on a copy. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Well, good shout out. Good shout. Yeah, out. it's yeah. a great one. Um, I have one last question before we go. Please. Why is Mafia the game for elementary and middle school? Like, what's is this? Why we have so many school shootings? Like, what? Oh. <laughs> I mean, no, but like, no, I think it's the video games. No, oh, I think it's like a coping down. mechanism. No, this game is not violent. <laughs> I mean, it it can be. When I like when I was a narrator in high school, I would like murder my friends in like terrible ways. Uh, I guess like you're picking who to shoot, dude. Like that's well, not. I mean, it's yeah, not but physically I, violent. I but was that what you guys did though? Like mine wasn't specifically yeah. shooting every time. It mine was, was like weird. Shooting. Yeah. Yeah, weird yeah. death. So like when I was younger, I don't think the deaths were as like graphic. I don't think. This I'd be like, oh, this person got pushed off a cliff. I think this has yeah, about as much to, to do with the real life violence as video games, which is to say none. Yeah, I agree. I, I just think like it's uh it's a great if you guys have read Saga, the, it's a great graphic novel series. There's a great quote in it about how like oh I adore fake violence, but I can't stand real violence. And I think the distinction between those is not nothing i think it's an important yeah i just but like how do eight-year-olds learn about this game i learned about it, about it at That's a, a uh, church camp a church camp 
Listen, and then I, I ripped your bloody head off with, and then you get caught under the train, and it makes like these little little. Eight-year-old. I did so. I I did not go to church uh, when I was younger. I went. This was my friend's. Um, like, it was. They would like do this thing every year where they would like, literally camp outside her church, like in tents. Mm. I don't even remember why or anything. It was just like something they did, and they like invited me one year when I was really young, and this was like the first time I ever played it. And I was like, "What? <laughs> like at a church? This is the game we play?" See, that's what I'm saying. You know? Okay, this is something weird. I'm oh, curious. God. Hey, Jenny, you ask a good question about how this game gets passed on. I mean, it's how, like, all of them do, like, the fucking, like, what, the cootie shot. Like, how, what, how did I learn this? I don't know. Circle, circle, dot, dot, now you have a cootie shot. I don't know. Or lemonade or whatever. I don't remember anyone teaching Maybe, like, yeah, that's very interesting. And just one of them happens to be a murder game? Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Like maybe, you know, the whoever invented it, if we're saying, you know, Dmitry D- Davidov in 1986, like maybe he taught it to some kids who then taught it to the younger grades. And then when they were oh old- Oh my God, it's a pyramid scheme. You know what that just reminded me of? Huh. I lost the game. No, say that no, again? No, 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 don't say it again. No, it's okay. I'm so what? sorry to every viewer. What did you say? Do you not know? I didn't hear you. She lost the game. I lost the game. She doesn't know. I don't know what you're talking about. How do you not know? I don't know what you're talking about. I lost the game? You don't... What? This is... This is... What year were you born in? (laughs) Shut the fuck up the same year as you. Yeah, man. I wonder how that's... Basically, the game is... Yeah. The, so not exactly a social discussion. If you don't want to be in the game, stop listening now because <laughs> if you think about the game, you lose it. You Here's play the game goes. for the rest of your life. If you think about the game, you have to say, I lost the game. Yeah. Uh, is it like the stupid circle thing? Like that? Basically, yeah. It's just some ah. dumb thing that kids come up with. Or like, I don't yeah. even know. It's been around since like forever. And I was taught yeah. it by like my friend's older brother. Invented and... by Edward J. Game in 1935. <laughs> That's it. And yeah, then... I don't know that one. But like, do you guys know Green Glass Door? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you don't um... know that one, Tom? I don't think so. Yeah. So like, so there are some like that, that I, cause so, I know a lot of people who also don't know green glass door. So Adriana um, can go through the green glass door, but I can't. Right. Neither oh, can you, Maton. Sounds familiar. Maybe, maybe I'm stripping. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Sugar's uh, ball can go through the green glass door, but sugar can't. Manny can go through it. Oh yeah. I remember people. Yeah, sure. He does. Let and us know in the like, comments. What else? Take a guess what can and can't go through the green glass door. Um, Go check out all our other crap that we do. uh, (laughs) Tabletop games, uh, sketch videos, sketch comedy, improv, everything, reviews to TV shows. Uh, We do a lot. Come support us. Come hang with us. Come play games on our server. Donate on Patreon. Insult Maton if you can. Or not. Or yeah, and we'll see you next time. The, the next one's gonna be Maton sucks at Avalon. <laughs> We're gonna have Maton sucks at Paladins. Maton sucks at Avalon. Maton yeah. sucks at life. Awesome. Maton yeah. sucks at Cyberpunk. Ooh yeah. I do suck at Cyberpunk. All right, and uh, thanks for wrapping up, Adrian. I guess with that, we'll catch you next time. 
A, B, C, ah. 